Welcome back, everybody. Welcome again. This is episode number five. I finally made it past the uh, the the cursed third episode thing that uh, if you listen back, you can catch up. Uh, we talked about it on the first episode with Sheena, aka Chick Foley, that you know most podcasts will make it past three episodes, but I think I did it. Well, so I mean, it, it's it's gonna happen. I, I feel good. I feel good about this. So hopefully we can make it to ten. That's my goal, and uh, we'll see what happens from there. But everyone, welcome. Uh, to the open mic with the MVP Marco. I'm, of course, the MVP Marco. Um, and like I always say, I have no sponsors. But uh, really, this show is sponsored by the Pod Foundation, uh, which is pretty much the brainchild of just just a ton of great creators. You know, Turnbuckle Tavern. You have the Extra Cooler Show. You have Coming Down the Aisle. And of course, the Chick Foley Show, the, the, you know, the, the show that made this all possible. Um, and, and is probably regretting that they actually have me doing this show. But, you know... You know that's 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 their fault. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna um, I'm gonna introduce my uh, my guest. So uh, this is this is uh, pretty special. Um, I actually started following this person, I believe, like last year. Um, you know, obviously on Instagram, you know, you get all suggestions and stuff like that. And obviously, I follow a lot of wrestling oriented things, uh, a lot of collector type of things. I do um, uh, follow a lot of cosplay uh, people as well, and a lot of like cosplay accounts. So. I happened upon this person and this person is pretty much right up my alley and probably everyone else's alley. If you're listening to this as a wrestling fan, uh, she does wrestling cosplay and probably, I, I mean, I don't want to, you know, you know, I don't want to blow smoke anywhere, but I think she might be the only and probably the best wrestling cosplay I've ever seen personally. And not because this person's on the show right now. I'm saying it from the, from the bottom of my heart. I don't see anyone else doing this. You know, you see a lot of comic book, you know, cosplay. You see a lot of video games. Nothing really dedicated to wrestling. Um, so I'm going to bring this person on right now. Casey, over the moon salt, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Yay, number five. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. So th- actually, that's my favorite number. So nice. hopefully this, um, this, this show goes well. Or uh, it's curtains. It's curtains for us. Oh, no. <laughs> no oh, that's too much pressure on me. Oh, I my know. gosh. <laughs> I'll put the pressure on you so it's on, oh, not on me, really. So you have to be the one that's entertaining. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so like I said, um, you uh, – like I said, I think I followed you like last year um, or started following you last year. Um, I think the first thing I seen, I want to say, was the Mankind – Oh I yeah, say that, I think that was I think that was one of the suggested posts. Was the wow. man, I thought it was so I thought it was Sheena because if you go to Chick Foley's page, you'd have to scroll way, 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 way in the beginning. Um, that was one of her Halloween costumes. Was she she created the the mankind mask from scratch? She wow. she she did everything. The she had the the you know Sako, Mister Sako, and everything. So I thought it was her, but then. I clicked on the picture and obviously it was your page and I started scrolling through and I was like, Oh my God. I was like, this is, I was like, she has tons of different, <laughs> she's like dedicated to wrestling. Um, so I want to ask you about that. Let's, let's start with that mankind uh, costume and then we'll get into like how you started. But like, so was that, did you create that costume from scratch? Did you like, how did, how did you, how, how did that even come to fruition? Like what did, what were you thinking of when you actually started doing that? Uh, that costume. Yeah. Well, the fact that you even picked that one, I mean, that one was about almost, yeah, two years ago, I think. So, I mean, I'm like, oh, 
you, you saw my older work. So yeah, that one, um, that was like height of quarantine. I was at home and <laughs> making it out of foam just to see, cause I was like, I'm not going to shell out a bunch of money for this mask, um, that I'm going to wear one time. So I was like, let me, let me see if I can try to make it out of like thumbtacks and foam. And I made the template and everything and all the other pieces I purchased, um, uh, from like a thrift store, a local thrift store here. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, great. Like the tie is like a little kid's tie the socks I bought from like Walmart. So I, I try when I do these cosplays cause they can get expensive. I try to oh, yeah. make as much and thrift as much as I can, um, just to make sure that I'm, I'm being cost efficient <laughs> with mm -hmm. these cosplays. Oh, yeah. Um, and I also try to see if I can use these pieces for like multiple cosplays. So yeah, that one was definitely a fun one to try and it came out pretty decent. It pulled out a little bit of my hair, which I guess, adds yeah. to the mankind effect uh, <laughs> I noticed from the Velcro. That. <laughs> I was like, geez. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say it, just that right there. And then obviously like, you know, the Undertaker, that one, just, just, just tons of them. Um, but we'll get into those later. But I want to start off by like asking where, so I, 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 I had to like research. I scrolled like way, 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 way back. So I didn't, so I seen that you were, you sing, you're a singer. As yes, well. I um, do. And do you? And it looked like you play the piano too, as well. Is that not something? very well? <laughs> not very well, but good enough to you know probably better than me because I I don't play any instruments whatsoever. But what did what is like the you know what did that? Do you still sing first and yes. foremost? Okay. Yeah, so I've always been, um, my, my dad's a musician, um, my, my brother's a musician, my sister was in band. And so like music has always been like a part of our family. Mm -hmm. And so for me, singing was always my, my passion. Um, and then I actually went to college and I started off as a music education major. So I did three semesters of piano. And then I said, this isn't for me. <laughs> So I, I changed into an English major with a minor in music. So uh, I can get by, I can play chords, but I never got my proficiency. So I was this close. Like I said, it, I mean, it's definitely better than, than what I can play. And like I said, did you have a great voice as well? Did you Thank do you. like, did you naturally get it or did you like start, you know, did you go to like singing classes and all that stuff and. Well, I've been in choir since I was like in like elementary and then I would sing at my church and then I was a part of our I've been I'm still a part of our worship team. Um, it's like 15, 16 years I've been a part oh, wow. of the same worship team. Yeah. Um, and my dad still plays and sings with us. And my my husband's our, our drummer. So, um, yeah, I, music is still a part of it. But I've been singing since I was in elementary and high school. I did the whole like all state choirs and. Yeah. I love, wow, I love to sing. I'm classically trained. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. But, um, so now I'm going to ask you to sing right now on the spot. Oh no, God. Don't, don't do that. I'm, oh, no. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, before the end of the show, definitely. No, I'm joking. Oh, my mic um, levels aren't set, <laughs> set for that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's no excuse for a, for a classically trained singer. You should, should be able to just do it right on the spot. No, oh. Um, but, um, yeah, so the, the we'll start off with wrestling because obviously a lot of people that you know watch wrestling listen to this show. When what how'd you get into you know the crazy, beautiful, wacky world of professional wrestling? It's actually a pretty unconventional way. Um, I didn't watch wrestling as a kid. Like we didn't have cable. My family wasn't a wrestling family. We didn't really watch it. Um, so growing up, I knew of wrestling. Like mm -hmm. I was growing up with 
kids in my school having the rock shirts and the stone cold shirt. So like I knew of wrestling, but I never really knew about it. Um, and I actually got into wrestling because I watched the show glow on Netflix in 2019. I, I was just looking for a show to kind of watch and I put it on and I fell in love with it. And I binged like all three seasons in uh, the, the span of like maybe two weeks. Wow. Um, yeah. And so I got really <laughs> obsessed with it and I was like, oh, I was like, I wonder how true it is to like the actual show, like the actual story of Glow. So I went and watched the documentary mm. and that got me interested in that. Um, and so I started talking to my husband nonstop about it and he was he was a wrestling fan as a kid. So he was like, Oh, if you, you know, if you like this, he's like, there's a show called dark side of the ring. We should watch that. Uh-huh. And so we went all into those documentaries, fell in love with the whole like dark side of, of what these professional wrestlers go through and, and how it affects their lives. And so we started watching more wrestling documentaries. Um, and I just fell in love with it. And so I actually didn't start watching actual wrestling, like live wrestling until 2020. And I watched the Royal Rumble. Like that was my very first experience of watching oh, wow. like actual wrestling. Um, and at, I'm here now, like, every, you know, the pandemic happened. I that was all that was really on. That was still mm-hmm. like live and reoccurring. So I just started watching WWE, AEW, like more wrestling documentaries and that's that's how i am today now i try to watch it pretty much as much as i can <laughs> yeah once you uh once you get into it you're like you're hooked onto everything you want to start <laughs> like you yeah like you said you started going into so that's I, that's the first time i've ever heard like uh you know usually it's like you know i watch wrestling like you said with my parents or mm-hmm. you know my my dad or my uncle or my aunt used to take me to wrestling shows but you started like you said you started with a like a, a show about like like an actual wrestling organization, which was yep. Glow Wrestling. I'm a little bit old, um, so I mean, I know I've actually watched Glow when, it was, awesome. when it was on with uh, you know, Big Bad Mama. She was my favorite with the uh, with the. I was a face paint fanatic back in the day, so any wrestler that had face paint, that's awesome. That, that was that was I was I was all for it. But uh, yeah, just that's a uh, you know that show too. I actually remember you know when that came out. Um, obviously, it's like kind of like it's it's based on it. It's not like you know. Like, it's yeah it's exactly very they represent. took their creative liberties yeah yeah um it, 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 they i thought they did a really good job i wish they they continued with it too but um mm-hmm. leading into that like how did that's that's crazy that you went from like those documentaries right into the dark side of the ring stuff yeah it that was, might whew. that was possible that that may have not made you like not want to watch wrestling <laughs> after seeing like the beat like the actual stuff that these that these guys and gals go through um what, what was that like seeing you know going from like that uh the you know like the, I don't want to say like the the fun stuff and the glow glow wrestling, but and then going right to the like the 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 dark side of it all. Like what what was that like for you as like a just a like a casual fan going into this? Um, well, I feel that kind like, of like it, that transition. Yeah, it, it really. I feel like it ha- helped me to create a better appreciation for the wrestlers themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like what I do cosplay, I try to pay homage to these wrestlers because at the end of the day, they're not like a movie character. They're not a cartoon character. They're real people with real lives. So I think watching those documentaries really helps me appreciate and respect the person. Um, and so what I do before I do any cosplay is I really try to look up like their best matches. I try to watch promos. I try to watch documentaries about them, like different types of person, uh, like 
personal documentaries um, before I even try to cosplay a wrestler because I want to be able to fully understand the wrestler as a person. Um, so I think even though they were really dark, I think it really helped me build an appreciation and respect. Um, so I don't really come at wrestling with a bitterness. I, I appreciate every single thing that any wrestler does, good or bad. Um, and I think that's been so helpful. And I think the dark side of the ring was very, very helpful in, in building that foundation of, of appreciation for wrestling. Yeah. So that's almost like you almost got kind of like a crash course in, uh, <laughs> in wrestling. Yeah. Cause you know, if you're, if you're like a, a fan that started when you were, you know, younger, you seen, you just watching wrestling on TV. You, you had no clue what was happening. Like, you know, all that behind the scenes stuff. Yep. And then obviously as you get older, you, you gradually find out, um, you know, you little tidbits of things that happen in the back, but then obviously you have shows like uh, Dark Side of the Ring that come out and you're like, holy crap, I had no clue. Um, all this stuff is happening. The good thing about it is you get to see, like there are people that live through those times and you're actually able to hear, you know, the, those stories. Obviously some of the, obviously I'm going to say all the people um, on that show that, you know, aren't able to tell their stories. Um, it, it's, it's kind of like, it's good to have, people that are around them to, to be able to share those stories. And you, and also to like, for me though, those shows are like a lesson. Like it yeah. kind of teaches you like, you know, not even just a wrestler. It can be life lessons. Uh, just watching, watching those shows and you know, the tragedy out of tragedies sometimes come, you know, like a positivity essentially. So um, you, you take from that and you learn from it. And, and hopefully that like, you know, with, uh with, with the younger wrestlers, get they get to, you know, watch those shows and uh you know, get that, you know, get the behind the scenes like hey this could happen to you you know yep. you gotta watch out essentially but yeah no, i i i really enjoy that show wait for the new season that's coming out uh they have that um they have the new one tales the from Rock. the territory yes tales tales from from the territories. The that I, one I i'm interested in the most um because my i my wrestling uh history started in the like south mid-south wrestling so that's awesome. my father is from the south um so when he moved up here to the east he uh I don't know how he got it. I'm not sure if he had v VHS tapes, um, but we'd watch all the mid south, mid um, the territory wrestling and stuff like that. That that's what I grew up on that's before cool. the WWF stuff. So I'm very interested to see all that stuff uh, unfold. And obviously, yeah. you know, having the Rock attached to it definitely helps out. It definitely, <laughs> definitely helps yeah, out. It definitely helps. Awesome. <laughs> um, speaking of the Rock, too, you you had a um, you did the uh, the famous uh, yeah. fanny pack. Uh, <laughs> rock cosplay. Um, what? So, I I gotta ask, like, how was that one of the ones that you wanted to do? Or was that just like, is that something you seen and you're like, oh, I, I should try that? Oh, was just like, you know what? I'm cosplaying. I definitely have to, you know, I definitely have to do this one here. Yeah. Well, and actually, the um that cosplay or that particular rock cosplay, I wore it to my very first WWE. Like it was a, like one of those like main event shows. Like it yeah, was live shows. recorded. Yeah. Um, so it was my very first WWE in person experience. And so I was like, I have to wear something, but I didn't want to go like in a full cosplay. Yeah. I wanted it to be comfortable. So like, this was a nice middle ground where it's like, technically this is a regular outfit, but it's still like a <laughs> A secret cosplay is what they usually call them or like, yeah, like secret cosplays. Um, so uh, I think one WWE staff, uh, when I took a picture at the end, he saw me and he was like, that's a great rock. Like, that's a great rock. <laughs> so he recognized it. So it was nice that, you know, the people that know, know. Um, but it was it was fun. 
How did people not recognize? Did, did nobody recognize you? Or like, how do they not? That's like an iconic photo. That's like Sometimes the they just the- don't say anything. They're like, "That's a weirdo." Like, he's a weirdo. I'm not going to say anything. So, but some people will be really nice and be like, "Oh, that's awesome," or whatever. Because <laughs> it's, it's good like. And bad. It, it, no, it, it, it makes sense. Like normally you wear like a wrestling shirt or something like that. Or, you know, that's, I mean, that's a given, but like to actually like dress kind of like, that's almost like casual. It's almost like yeah. a, like you said, like a secret, like, like kind of like cosplay that you're doing, but I'm surprised nobody <laughs> wanted to take pictures of you and stuff like that. I went to uh <laughs> WrestleMania. Was it uh, 27? I think it was, I think, I think that was the one in Miami. I'm bad with my memory, but there was a guy dressed up as Macho Man and literally everybody, everyone was taking pictures with him. I have a picture with him as well. Like he wasn't, he didn't do the impression really good, but he had like the, he had the sequin robe. He had the the glasses. He had the bandana and everything. And literally everyone was flocking to him. Yeah, I, I think you every that- wrestling show, there's always a macho man. Like oh, even yeah. like on live, like I always like, nope, there it is. There's the macho man. Like I always <laughs> macho, try to pick the- it up. Macho Man lives forever. He's not, yes. he's not going anywhere. But uh, if I seen you dressed as the Rock, I would have definitely taken a picture with you. Like that, that costume is, like I said, it's iconic. It's, it's who exactly. does not know the, the the Rock leaning with the fanny pack? That's like <laughs> the greatest photo ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, I want to get into the start of the of the your your over the moon salt uh, page. Like where did where did the inception come from? Where did where did you get the idea? What made you want to you know, go full throttle into, you know, cosplaying and as wrestlers, nonetheless. Yeah. So I've always cosplayed. Um, I started cosplaying in like 2014. My my brother and sister-in-law were like, they would go to cons and take photos of the cosplayers. Um, so they invited me. And once I got introduced to that, I was like, I want to do that. So I would cosplay like I've cosplayed a couple of Disney princesses and some like I did like an avatar Korra from the show, like The Last Airbender. So I did a couple of those. So 2019, I get into wrestling. 2020, obviously, the whole world stands still. And I'm just like, I'm working from home and watching wrestling and watching these documentaries. So I started doing like wrestling art. So my my page that I currently have over the moonsault was actually just like my regular page. And I had like a completely different name. Like my, it was like my middle name. Um, so I made a separate page um, and a TikTok And I would just like post my artwork like I was just post like me drawing a certain wrestler and it allowed me to start meeting wrestling artists uh, through there and like kind of connect from there. And then I started doing cosplays like I think the first actual cosplay I did was like Miss Elizabeth and like it was just a real simple like I wore a sequence dress and some earrings and that was Miss Elizabeth and people were like oh that's awesome can you do this or whatever. And then I decided to try Dusty Rhodes. And so I painted a pair of boots and I sewed on polka dots. And we we went and found a place that was secluded because you were technically supposed to be quarantined. We went to a place and took pictures. Um, and, and that got a lot of attention, especially on TikTok. TikTok is actually where I was really building like a wrestling following. Yeah. I was really excited about it. Um, and people were starting to go more to my my second page. Um, and then I started doing more cosplays and I would share them on like my personal page and then that page and it just got really messy. So I decided to, I was like, I'm just going to consolidate and just make my personal page a regular like wrestling content yep. page. And let's just try to see if I can get everybody all in one spot. Um, cause I had some friends that were following this page, but not following my personal page. Yeah. Um, and then the name came from me just trying to come up with something that was clever. 
the moon, the crescent moon has always been like my symbol for everything. Uh, and so I, I was like, well, let me see if I can tie this in. And it just kind of caught on like now, now it is what it is today. I think my, my personal page was like 500 followers, like when I first started. And so I've been able to organically kind of grow it close to 4,000 now. And it, it, all the people I've networked with and become friends with through wrestling has just been awesome. Uh, but yeah, it just kind of started from cosplaying into <laughs> art, into wrestling cosplay. So that's where I am now. Yeah, I, I seen that. Um, I, I actually remember um, seeing your artwork. I think that I think I was following that other page before. It was like and, burning old diaries. Was yes, my, my, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, I remember. Okay, because any anything that has to do with like art and stuff, I think, and I think that came through with. Um, because uh, I obviously I follow extra cooler and stuff like that, so yeah. you get like you know artwork suggestions and all that stuff. So I think I I followed that because obviously it was it was you know wrestling oriented. <laughs> yeah. So I, I follow. I started following that, and then then you're right. It did kind of like disappear, and then you reappeared as in in the uh, in the the cosplay role and stuff like that. I was like I was like oh I was like is this the same person? And I sure enough. Definitely, I was like, well, this person's like multi, <laughs> multi talent. They're doing they're doing artwork over here. They're doing cosplay over here. It's insane. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm a, a a lot of people are scared to do that. Like, there some people are scared to like you know take their one page and just make it you know all one thing. Because let's let's be honest, obviously wrestling is global. It's worldwide. People know what it is. There's still that little stigma to it, you know, where it's like, you know, oh, you're a wrestling fan, blah, 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 that type of thing. So it's like that that's kind of taking a like a, a risk, you know, just, you know, kind of keeping everything separate, uh, but then bringing it together as one. Um, that's what I kind of did as well with my with my page. I was just like, I was like, I feel like running two pages might be too much work. It is. Um, so, yeah. So anything that has to do with wrestling on my show, I'm just going to post it on 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 that one page that I have and I've obviously I don't have like thousands of followers, but I'm not, I don't feel like starting to like a personal page and, you know, posting stuff with the kids and the wife and all that stuff. It's just like, nah, we don't, we don't, we don't need to do that. It's too much, too much work as it is. Yeah. Life is crazy. You have your job, you have you know, friends, family, all that stuff. So, but yeah, no, it's like I said, it's definitely taking a rest. I'm, I'm glad it actually like, seems like it paid off. I mean, it's you're definitely gaining followers. I mean, I mean, obviously, me being one of them. Yeah. Um, in the in the, um, <clears throat> the other cool thing is, I I notice a lot of some of the videos you actually meet um, the people you cosplay as. Like uh, the the most famous one that I remember is the Alistair Black, the House of Black um, cosplay, which is he seemed like he was kind of blown away by that because <laughs> you had the full mask, like you had like legit like what he would walk out of like his entrance gear. Like first of all, how like how the how the hell did you do that? <laughs> First oh and my foremost. gosh! And second, I, what was that interaction like? When you actually, it was like it was a short clip. You don't see the whole interaction, but you know how how what was that like? Like what was he like? Was he blown away? Like <laughs> yeah, well, and it's funny because like for FanFest, I originally had purchased a meet and greet for Thunder Rosa, and I had a completely like I had a Thunder Rosa look that I was gonna wear, and I was super excited, and then obviously that got canceled last minute. Oh. And so I was like, well, who else can I see? And I was like, well, I love House of Black. Like, I'll, I'll buy a meet and greet. Like, I got refunded. I bought a meet and greet for them. And I was like, how am I going to travel with this mask? <laughs> because it's it's bulky. Um, so I had to, like, bubble wrap it into my carry-on. Um, I got some weird looks at the TSA. Like, <laughs> they were like, 
is this a deer head? And I'm like, it's a mask. I promise. She, like, I'm she so a worshiper. She one of those. <laughs> exactly. So, um, the fact that I even got it to Chicago in one piece was impressive. But, um, so I'm in line, and you know, because this wasn't my first choice to go meet and greet, I was like, ah, it's fine. Like, it'll be cool to kind of wear it. But as we're getting closer and closer, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is really nervous. <laughs> like, I was like, why did I say it was gonna like dress up? I was like, this is so silly. Um, and so I get up to them. And like, of course, yeah, you you see on the video that I have posted, like, there was a nice reaction. And actually, uh, Brody King was, he had a like big reaction. He was like, that's awesome. He's like, that's the best I've ever seen. And of course, Malachi was really nice about it. He was like, I've seen this before because I had made the mask back in February. Yeah. And I had shared it and he had, I think he had like, sh- like, liked it on Twitter. So he ah. had seen it. And he was like, I feel like I've seen this. And he was like, have you posted this? And I was like, yes. And he's like, oh, he's like, it looks great. And so we take the picture together and I'm trying to take off the mask. And I was like, can I get like, like a pic without the mask on? And then the security that was in the fight, he was like, we got to, we got to keep moving. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I was like, okay. Like, I, I was like, I don't want to be the, the jerk that asked to take more photos. Um, so I was like, oh, no, no problem. And so I start grabbing my stuff and then I feel Malachi's like, hand on my shoulder and he's like no 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 he's like we're gonna take the picture and Brody's like no he's like we can do that like it's fine and so I'm like okay <laughs> and so you see in the photos Malachi actually puts the veil like on my shoulders and he holds yeah. it on my shoulders and so I'm like shaking at this point because I'm like oh my god um and as I'm walking away of course I thanked them all and I was so so appreciative I hear Brody turn to the security guard and he goes, look, man, he's like, I know you're trying to do your job, but these fans, but, and so like, Oh, he like, he just started like laying into the, the security guard about just like, Hey man, like these people are fans and they want, they come to see us. So I was very appreciative. I became a huge fan of Brody King. Cause I was like, thank you, sir. Thank you. That's all. That's that. That's amazing. That's like, that's pretty awesome. Cause you don't, you don't hear those stories a lot where, you know, I never heard an inside story like that where they, they're like, no, let them stay. Let them know. Yeah, they, exactly. They... I was like, and I totally understand because I was like, it was a long line. Like I didn't want to hold up anything. Um, but they, they made it a point to say like, no, like these fans come to see us and we want to give them our full attention. So I was, it was very appreciative for that couple yeah, of minutes. See, <laughs> yeah. The, so you like, he, he definitely seemed like taken, taken back from it. He was just like, Oh, but and, yeah. and then in your case, like you, you had like the, you had that whole, like you had the gear on. So like, you know, they, you, you kind of have to like, you know, appreciate that, especially, you know, someone to, to take their time to, to, you know, to make that, you know, that, that happened, that costume and everything. And, you know, that, that took a lot of work. So, so like, it, it's good that they, you know, they took that into appreciation. It was like, Hey, maybe you like, you set the tone for the rest of the, the, the signing. I maybe like so. <laughs> maybe yeah maybe Brody was like hey like this you know if she's gonna do this maybe like there's gonna be other people that are the same maybe we should like not try to rush people and stuff like that and then you get the bad experience right like you you hear that a lot from you know wrestling fans when they go to meet and greets it's like you know sign this move on sign this move on, yeah that type of thing um I've I've never ran into that at all like with uh with signings I think like the the nice the uh, it was actually my fault. It was, uh, I went to meet the uh, Steiner, not the Steiner brothers, but um, I went to meet Scott Steiner. Nice. And, uh, Rick Steiner was there too. Like you could get, you know, you do, you could do the combo package, whatever. I only wanted to get Scott, Scott <laughs> Steiner because I had a, a magazine, uh, WWF magazine, and it had like a centerfold 
of him doing like a like the pose like this, but it was his oh. back, not like not the front. So I was like, I want to sign and get a picture. So like, <laughs> I go up for my picture, and uh, Rick walks in. Like he's get like he's like I'm I'm standing next to Scott. Rick walks in. I'm like, no no no, just. <laughs> I'm, so I'm like not no, you. I'm like no, Rick. Sorry, just your brother. And I, not no, like that, so not sorry. me. But I was like, oh no, no. I was like, oh, I just wanted to get a. He was like, oh, okay. And he like kind of sets to the side. I was like, damn it. I was like, I should have got the combo. <laughs> I felt so bad. It was the opposite. I was like, no, no, no. Get out of here. Oh um, my you're not. You're not worthy. But uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever told that story. But I, I always felt bad about that. Hey, um, <laughs> you, you got your favorites. You got to choose sometimes. Yeah, right? I, I mean, I do. I do love Rick Steiner. If you're listening. You probably don't, but if you are listening, I do love you. I will get a picture <laughs> um, uh, next time you're at a signing. But um, <laughs> um, so with the, I'm gonna, I keep on going to ask you about cosplay. So the because <laughs> you have so that's many what I'm here for, ones. yeah. <laughs> um, but I want to get to like other stuff. So like besides cosplay and besides you know wrestling and all that stuff, what are and we we went over singing. What are some other interests that you? you know, that take up your time um, <laughs> other than wrestling and, you know, all that type of stuff. Well, you know, it's so funny because you had sent some questions and I, I, that was one of them. And I yep. was like, what is my, <laughs> <laughs> like, because, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person, I'm a Virgo. So like, I'm very like perfectionist. And like, when I'm, when I'm uh. find something, I like hyper-focus or hyper-fixate on something. Um, so this has become like, my life. But what's so great about it is like, that's a positive for me because I've always been a creative person. Like I love to draw. I love to create. I like to challenge myself uh, creatively. So cosplays has been that outlet for me where I'm able to like, okay, let me see if I can try to sew this or how can I make this out of paper mache? Um, so I love being crafty and this allows me to create something that I can share with other people and that they can appreciate and enjoy too. Um, mm. So I definitely love to craft. I I used to run a lot. I haven't run. I haven't <laughs> done any running in a long time. Um, I had a goal of running a hundred races before I turned 30 and I reached it. Um, awesome. So that was kind of cool. Um, and I guess just hanging out with my family when I can, I work for the girl scouts. So um, I love figuring out new activities or like figuring out new like things that I can do with the girls, like lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another, I guess, hobby of mine. Cause I always try to figure out fun activities or fun things that we can do that teaches them something. Uh, so yeah, I, was, I, I love being very artistic and I love creating. Uh, that's, those are some of my hobbies. <laughs> do you, so are you into like, do you like, are you a movie buff at all? Do you like, mm-hmm. do you like watching shows do you have time to watch shows well and, all and all the- <laughs> my husband is a big movie fan and so he gets kind of he doesn't get mad at me but he i'm busybody so like i don't like to sit still so oh oh um but yeah i <laughs> There you are. Yeah, yeah, just like shut off. So, so I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, like my husband likes to watch movies. I'm a busybody, so like I'm usually trying to do something while we're watching movies. Um, so I'm more of a TV show person. I like to watch series, um, because I can just put them on and then I'll just like 
work on other stuff while I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing it. I like to multitask a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that's a, uh, you must be upset when you want to like, uh, like watch a movie with it. And you're like, Oh no, I gotta, I'm going to do this other stuff instead. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'll be like, yeah, we can watch it. And then I'm like doing this and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> So, you know, uh, he's like, oh, OK, but I, you know, I'll, I'll if there's a movie that we're both interested in, I will I will do my best to try not to do other things while watching. <laughs> do you have a uh, do you have a favorite genre of uh, of movies or uh, I've favorite genre of shows? I love comedies like I love Parks okay. and Rec. I love The Office. Um, I, I started rewatching Glow again because I'm like, awesome. I'm going to watch this. Um, so I definitely like to laugh. I like something that's kind of fun. Um, I also have my trash TV, which is like love is blind. And like those (laughs) ultimate, like those really trashy, like reality shows where I'm like, this is ridiculous and I'll still watch it. Um, yeah, my, uh, yeah, my wife watches the, um, like the real housewives, (laughs) uh, whatever insert city, pretty much (laughs) whatever, (laughs) yeah, whatever city they're on. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I, uh, I, obviously sometimes you know you're sitting down and you know i'm on my phone and it's you know she's watching it and that my favorite thing about it is the obviously the fights because oh yeah that's that's what i look for it for and you know it's and, it, and to me I, I always revert it back to wrestling there's always there's always a heel there's always a uh a face the drama um, yeah yeah and there's always someone there's always someone that turns uh, face and then the other person turns heel so it's all, <laughs> I always I'm like oh my god this is literally like watching wrestling but this, they don't fight really um, they're not going to get into a ring and settle their differences but they do cut promos on each other yeah they do like that. so I definitely look I definitely look forward to that it's pretty much all I'm looking forward to with those shows <laughs> uh, from my side anyway um, but uh, you know just a transition from because you spoke about like you know like Girl Scout stuff as far as you know um like women in 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 wrestling obviously you know back you know back in the early you know 2000s late 90s not not much of a focus on uh on women's wrestling obviously you had your stars come out like Trish Stratus and you know Lita um I always say Ivory too as well and Ivory yeah. was a she was in Glow um yep. if you if you didn't know that but um like just seeing them and you know there there are some women that broke through the mold um in that and they became, you know, they main evented shows and stuff like that. Not on the level they are now. Um, but you know, from your, from your history of watching wrestling, what do you like, how do you see Like, what was your experience seeing that like transition from like, you know, women back then to what women are doing now, uh, in wrestling? I mean, yeah, it's wild. Um, I know my, my husband sent me a TikTok a few months back and it was like from early to early 2000s which is still not that long ago and it was a pay-per-view and it was a mud wrestling match for the women's championship at the time and i was like this was less than you know this was less than 10 years ago i'm like that's wild (laughs) um so it's it's come so far in just these past few years you know what i mean like um, even during the pandemic, during 2020 on SmackDown, they had a karaoke competition oh and they have God. Naomi and L- Lacey Evans singing on instead of having an actual match. So, I mean, there is still so much, so much further that they can go. And, you know, these women can still 
put on so much more. They have so much more to to provide for the programming, but it's come a long way. And I'm, I'm excited to see the next few years in wrestling for women. Um, I think it's a really awesome time to be able to see the strength, the amount of strength that's come out in a lot yeah. of these female wrestlers like Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair is like my favorite. I love her. Um, and Chris Stratus, or uh, no, Chris Statlander. Sorry, <laughs> you yeah, said Chris Stratus. <laughs> I'm thinking. I just combined two. Um, Chris, Stat- Chris Statlander, Thunder Rosa yep. is like my favorite. Um, so I mean, there's so many strong female wrestlers now, and they're not being just body pieces. They're not just being used to yep. be. Oh, she's pretty. Like they're there because they're strong uh, wrestlers, and they're able to showcase and main event. And I think that that's been so awesome to see. Um, see that transition and that evolution in women's wrestling. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like, like I said, just even, you know, myself, you know, watching wrestling for pretty much God, God knows how long. Um, and just seeing that, like, you know, transition from, you know, what I used to see in the attitude era uh, more specifically uh, to now where like, like, like women are made like I said, main, main eventing um, actual pay-per-views and stuff like that. Not just like, not just shows. I think like, the, I think when I watched it, it was like I think Trish Stratus and Lita main evented a Raw one night, um, and that was that was huge. That was like that, I think it was like the first time ever. It was they yeah did that, but they were at that that level, and you always wanted you always wanted that you know more. Uh, you wanted more ladies because there was definitely a lot of um, women there that could definitely wrestle that didn't get like the shine um, or the time that they needed to and stuff like that. And you know Miss Jackie and um, like she was one of them that. I definitely love obviously China. Um, she pretty much broke the mold um, with that. Like she, you know, she entered the men's Royal rumble. Um, you know, she won the intercontinental championship. I think she's still the only um, female women to actually win yeah. a, um, <laughs> a, a title, like a, 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 we'll say a man's title essentially. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing that again. I think, I think there are women that can do it. I, I thought for a while that Charlotte was going to be, yeah, that person to do that, like transition over and actually win, like you know, like the IC title, even the even the world title, since it's you know, there's two championships. You have the Universal, you have the WWE Championship. I thought that was actually going to happen. I mean, I think it could still happen. Um, I know. I'm we'll surprised. Exactly. I'm yeah. surprised that there's not more intergender wrestling now in 2022. I don't know if you've watched you watched any like Lucha Underground. Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah. And so that that was another thing I got to watch um, during the pandemic. And I think I'm on season three um, and it's, I love it. Like, but they did intergender matches so well. Um, And those belts, like they had sexy star winning the Lucha underground heavyweight. Like, I mean, they had those matches and they had these women against these men and putting on like a full 10, 15 minute match and it being interesting and it not, making one or the other look weak and i'm like that was like in 2018 like why are we not doing that in 2022 like it can it's we're completely capable you have a roster of these strong women that could definitely go up against somebody within the same height and weight rank you know yeah i mean there are there are other obviously there's like indie organizations that you know do it impact does it um impact has intergender matches um but yeah i'm surprised like you know AEW doesn't do it um wwe hasn't done it at, in a while actually i mean it's been a long time since they've done it but who knows under you know triple h's you know um, guys maybe he'll do it because they did have a spot uh, a few years back i think it was um 
when Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch and they're doing like the the man's man or whatever that was. Um, <laughs> they were doing like the couples thing, and mm-hmm. they had uh, Baron Corbin and uh, Lacey Evans. They kind of oh. did like a mixed tag match, and um, you know Becky Lynch actually took uh, Baron Corbin's finisher, uh, the end of days. So that was like one of the. I was like, oh, I was like, maybe they're you know cracking that door open a little bit. Then obviously it didn't come to fruition but i would definitely yeah. like to see something like that they used to do that mixed match um challenge where it just it would be like a team of like um it'd be like you know aj styles and charlotte flair versus you know so and so but obviously when the other person tagged in they would switch off and um they wouldn't be able to like you know wrestle that woman but i mean i would like to see it at, at some point um i think they just need that right person like definitely bianca Belair. Uh, bianca belair would definitely be one yeah get in the mix i think too as well so i mean only time will tell. Um, so my other, I think that one of the other things I sent you to was motivation. So what motivates you to, to pretty much do this? <laughs> Cause we talk about this all the time. We, I talk about this like every show, like it's, it's, it's almost like a second job doing like what you love. Like, so obviously you have your regular job, but then you love wrestling. So you, you're in a cosplay. So you're doing that cosplay stuff. I do podcasting. So that's another thing, but it, even that it's like, it seems like it's easy, but it isn't. It seems like you're just sitting here talking and that's it. But there's a lot that goes into it. Like you have to research things. You have to watch hundreds of hours of wrestling, like in your case, or with any guests that I have, I have to, I go back, I go through their Instagram. I try to, you know, I don't want to like ask questions in the, in the DMS because that kind of takes away from the, like, you know, the actual interview Mm -hmm. sort of thing. So I like uh, to do research and go back and, scroll as far back try not to hit like on anything because that's kind of weird <laughs> You're like, i'm not being a weirdo i promise yeah it's research <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah it's like so like what what motivates you because what motivates me is that i just love you know i love talking to people that's one of my main things i love talking um and that was one of the things i kind of with 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 uh sheena when we when i when i got onto the chick foley show was we like we had a rapport we I don't know what it is. We've never met in person, but we, you wouldn't know uh, for the past like three years that we've been doing the show that like we could like, we could carry a show like for two hours, just, just us two, just cause I like talking wrestling and I like talking to, you know, different people and, and uh, seeing and hearing different experiences and stuff like that. So what motivates you to like, you know, do what you're doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think what you just said is like a perfect motivation for me or a motivation for me for sure is net networking. The people that I have met in this wrestling community, just by, by what I've posted and being able to interact with people, I've created such wonderful friendships um, with, with so many wonderful people that I would have not met otherwise. Um, for example, I went to all out to uh to go meet in person um two podcasters Lo from wrestling wind down and then iridian from rest friends we met like briefly in person on like at wrestlemania but i had been on uh Lowe's show and so our interactions were only in you know online when we did the interview so i actually went and stayed like at at iridian's house i had never met her like like for longer than 15 minutes. So I was like, Oh my goodness. So I was like, I've been able to build such solid friendships with these wrestling, like over wrestling, you know, these solid friendships over fans. So I definitely think that motivates me because I see all the work that they're, they're doing in the wrestling community. Um, and 
it just motivates me and inspires me to want to continue creating and being a part of this wrestling community. Um, another person, Nicole Nakamura, she's a wrestling artist and she creates stuff. And I got to meet her in person for the first time. So I think what motivates me the most is just the people that I get to meet through wrestling. Um, that Those interactions, those uh, conversations that I get to have these interviews, like being able to be here and getting to meet you and getting to talk about wrestling. I think that's the one true motivator for me. And of course I love wrestling. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't hear. Oh yeah. I definitely want to uh, talk to uh, Nekamura cause uh, I follow her as well. And I definitely want to get to, um, uh, you know, talk to her a little bit, see, you know, you said she does artwork as well and stuff like that. So definitely want to get, uh, dig into that mind a little bit, but, um, yeah, she's awesome. Um, <clears throat> so the, so for, as far as like influences go, um, are you, are you influenced by anyone? Like, um, when you're doing these cosplays or just, just in general, like, um, as far as like music, um, your artwork, that type of stuff, like, um, where, where do your influences come from? Do you pull from different people? Is it from one person? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I follow a couple of wrestling cosplayers, um, and it's been so nice to network with them. Uh, Brittany Sacco was like one of the first ones I, yep. yeah, I ever yep. really saw that was doing wrestling cosplay on a regular and she's um, incredible. Like the, the stuff that she's been able to produce, um, her make the makeup that she does and her, her WrestleMania HBK was just stunning to see like in person. She had the full like mirrors and everything. Yeah. Um, so she's definitely an inspire, uh, an inspiration. Um, Chris, Chris Wayne, uh, he just recently went to New York comic con and did like several cosplays. He's been really fun to like talk to and interact. And um, so I, I get inspiration from the community itself. Uh, I get to talk to my friends and say like, hey, like, what do you think about this wrestler or whatever? And um, they've helped me as well. I, I've built some really great uh, support. Uh, like I've built a really great support system within the community. And I think that we all kind of constantly inspire each other, encourage each other and motivate each other to continue being like a positive light in this wrestling community because it can get negative. <laughs> the wrestling oh, community yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can get really negative. So I think that um, we motivate each other. We, we all motivate each other to just continue putting out positivity um, so we can make this wrestling community a little bit ni of a nicer place to be. <laughs> no, I, I, I totally agree. It, it can get, uh, it can get hairy a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and the, yeah. Uh, if, if you, obviously if you're on Twitter and stuff like that, I'd probably, you know, that's why Sheena has me, you know, run the uh, Chick Foley show Twitter account. Cause you can get a little crazy over there. When yeah. It comes Twitter's to, uh, scary. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is. It's like, it's still no man's land. There's, there's still some, uh, you know, there's some restrictions and stuff like that. You know, you can get, you know, blocked and banned and all that stuff if you get a little too crazy, but it's still, it's still kind of, you know, like the wild west of the yes. uh, social media world. <laughs> you, you can't, you really can't escape the, uh, the negativity <laughs> out there, but that was one of the, uh, that was one of the main reasons, uh, when I spoke to Sheena on the, on the first episode is her main thing was, to, you know, when she, you know, established something with her account, she wanted to like help out other accounts. So like, you know, she, she was an early um, adopter of extra cooler um, in his artwork and stuff like that. 
not saying she helped him like you know grow or anything like that but she was one of the first ones to like post his artwork and you know gain a relationship and stuff like that um same thing with other accounts and stuff like that so it's easy it, it's it's easier to just be nice to people than it is to be mean to them yep um and if you like i said if you listen to um even with a uh, figure kingdom who's a, a photographer he does uh, the uh, figure photography. Mm-hmm. We, we spoke about that. It, it's that that's competitive too. That 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 outlet there is. There's a lot of figure photographers, and they're all really good. But you just got to try to you know you know have your have your own niche, like your own your own thing that you know your own calling card essentially to help yourself stick out from stuff. But um, and he he spoke about that too. He got negative things. He you know he lost friends. He gained friends. And that's, that's, I guess that's pretty much the world of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. You find your, you find your people, you find your faction and you stick, you stick with those oh, yeah, people. That's, yeah. That's, I mean, that's why we created the, uh, the, the pod foundation. I mean, we like, it's, it's all, we're all podcasters. We all want to help each other out. Uh, we generally like, like each other. Um, but yeah. Okay. But yeah, definitely. And you know, so for, as far as like your, how do you manage your like day-to-day responsibilities with what you're doing now? Cause that's like, that's something we always talk about too, is obviously you have your own personal life and then you have this other life uh, that you're doing and it, it, it can't get hard. Um, Cause you know, if you have a day job, you have to stick to your day job. And then some people like me at night, I do this stuff at night. So I'll, I'll do my long working day and then, I'll come in, you know, I'm a family man, so I got to deal with the family and all that stuff. And then I'm doing this. So like, it is hard to juggle um, those responsibilities. So I always ask like, you know, how do you, how do you manage those responsibilities um, next to doing what you do? No, it definitely is tricky. Like, you know, I started doing these cosplays, wrestling cosplays in like 2020. And obviously I was working from home. So I would be able to like, have my work responsibilities, but you know, I could be sewing something or I could be doing something. Um, and then obviously going back into the office after quarantine's over and everything, trying to just find that balance of like, okay, like I can work on this on the weekend or like I can work on it while I'm watching raw. Uh, so it's been a little trickier now that everything's kind of back in into motion. And I have my regular eight to five job, um, with sometimes having stuff in the evening for work. Uh, so I try to find my time. The weekends are usually when I, I find the most time <laughs> to be able to to do stuff and, and to kind of fit in that time to either build a cosplay or shop for items or whatever. So I've, I've had to really try to reconfigure that that working schedule. So you'll notice on my page, like the previous two years, I would do like cosplays back to back to back or like at least once a month. Um, and now that we've come to like the full, full, you know, back into full normalcy, um, you see that they're a little more spread out. Um, so I try to to fit bigger cosplays now. So I'm not I'm doing less smaller ones and trying to focus on like one big project that I can post. Um, so it's definitely changed the way I've, I've had to do my cosplays. Yeah, no, I, that's yeah, that's why I ask because you know it's it, it's always insightful to see like what what other people's processes are and the stuff that they do. Um, obviously, you know, with podcasts, I can pretty much, you know, know what another podcaster does. Um, and not, not their processes, but, you know, get a general idea of how they, you know, manage their time. But like with something that you do, which takes a lot of time because you're actually like, you know, building and creating these, 
these costumes and stuff like that. That takes up a ample amount of time. And then obviously you have to do the photo shoot part of it, yep. which probably takes a lot more time because uh, you got to get obviously the light, right lighting and like, especially like that, um, like the cane one you did. Um, that was pretty intense. Like that, that one looked like it took a ton of work to, to do. So like, yes. you know, you have to get the, it's it, like, especially that, like that one, like how did, how did that one come about? Like, where did you get the idea of, of, uh, and did you actually create that costume from the ground up as well? Yeah. Well, so, um, what I usually try to do to help me save on some time is I'll try to get some pieces that are already pre-made and then I will try to alter them the best I can. So I was actually gifted the red piece. Like I have an Amazon wish list, and like, I'll put things that I know I need to buy for my cosplays. And, you know, ever so often someone will, will bless me with, with purchasing something off of that cosplay uh, list. And so a friend of mine actually purchased the red legging set. So it was like a top and a bottom, but I had to create the pattern. I had to hand stitch every single little piece, the neck pieces, all the studying. I, you know, altered it. I did the whole lacing on the side. Wow. So yeah, it took a long time. I started, I was gifted that in January. I didn't finish the actual finished piece until like maybe May. And then I waited till July to take the picture. So I was working on other cosplays and I posted other cosplays in that time, but that one was like a long process for me. So I wanted to do a big photo shoot. Most of the time, all the other cosplays actually are just my husband and his iPhone. Like <laughs> that's the only one I actually hired a photographer to come out and actually take photo photos, like professional photos. Well, um, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think that one definitely deserved it. Just like the yeah. amount of like work that went into it and like the, you know, like the smoke and everything you get it. You definitely for Kane, you definitely have to get that, uh, that feel to it. That like, kind yes. of like, that like darkness or whatever, but you can't, you can't do like, you can't take a picture in broad daylight as no, as Kane. you have to, <laughs> some type of eeriness to it. Um, definitely looking forward to uh, if you ever do like a, like a fiend or, or a Bray Wyatt or something like that. I mean, I and mean, I did, what, I'm not sure I was going to look now, like the newer yeah. um, one um, with the, uh, with that kind of like um, V for Vendetta type of mask he has now, which is pretty Yeah. Cool. It's like a rabbity, um, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that leads me to this one. So the, so the Scott Hall or Razor Ramon one, which is what the one I chose for the uh, cover art this week. What 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 inspired you to do, to do the the Razor Ramon? One? I actually have if you can't you can't really see it, but yeah, I know uh, I saw the bad the, guy. The shirt here, hey, the yo. bad guy. Um, <laughs> def, one of my one of my favorite wrestlers um, ever. Just you know, we we did a whole when he passed away. We did a whole uh, episode on him on the. Uh, I do another show called the Raw Down, which is on the Turnbuckle Tavern feed. But we did like kind of like a Scott Hall slash Razor Ramon uh, tribute. That's and we just awesome. talked about like the influence that, you know, he had not just on wrestling, but just like outside of wrestling. Like, you know, obviously like he was huge in hip hop. So like a lot of like a lot of rappers would rap about Razor Ramon and how like, you know, how cool he was. And he was just he was just cool. Like that's it's it's hard to pull that off. That's what I'm getting to. Like, no, just, for sure. just to pull off that, uh, you know, the look, the slick back hair. I mean the, the the toothpick. I mean, if you see that fa- famous video of um, him in the ring, it was like the NWO promo they were cutting, and someone threw a uh, uh, soda uh, uh, cup and hit him in the head, and it just splashes everywhere. He doesn't even flinch; he just slicks his hair back like nothing happened, and it just continues on. It was it was pretty amazing. Of course. 
Yeah, so definitely uh definitely look that up. It's uh yes. just put like Scott Hall soda cup or something like that in, in Google and it'll that'll be probably one of the first things that uh that pops up. But what what is what like were you were you familiar uh with with Razor Ramon and like what you know, like how how did that like come about? Like how did you even like even think to do a Razor Ramon tribute. <laughs> well, I knew like I that. wanted to do, yeah, I wanted to do Razor Ramon. Actually, and it's actually when I first started watching wrestling or getting interested in wrestling, and I told my husband about it. Obviously, he was watching um, since he was a kid, so he had specific matches. Like we have to watch this one, we have to watch this one. So I know actually the first one I watched was Ricky Steamboat versus uh, Macho Man at WrestleMania three, and then the second one we ever watched was Razor Ramon's. Um, ladder match so ah, with yeah michaels. with Shawn michaels yeah the very first ladder match that was so yeah. that was the second um like wrestling match i ever watched wow yeah so i was like oh this guy is awesome like it's amazing <laughs> um and then obviously you watch documentaries about him and um the resurrection of jake the snake and then that tie-in yep. with with his resurrection as well so you know i was very familiar with scott hall and 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 the demons he struggled with and he's just amazing um his character so I knew I wanted to. So I had added the purple vest on my Amazon wish list, and I was like, yep. "I'll get to it at some point." <laughs> and again, I was gifted, gifted that somebody purchased it for me, and I was like, oh, "Finally, I get to do it." And I was actually gifted that prior to his passing. Um, so I was like, "Oh, this is perfect. I can start working on it." Yep. And then obviously he did pass, and I was like, "Okay, do I still want to do this?" Because I didn't, I didn't want it to be taken negatively. Um, I think one common thing that happens with wrestlers is, um, or with cosplayers, especially female cosplayers is sometimes you can take disappeared on me. So I was like, Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yes. Um, sometimes what can happen with cosplaying is you can either take like a regular approach or sometimes you can do a little more saucy or spicy, um, and that's never been my cosplay style. I like to be very authentic. I like to stay true to like the cost, like the person I'm trying to replicate. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to do it and we'll just see how it's received, <laughs> you know? Yep. And so I, I did my piece. I recorded a process, posted it on TikTok. I was like, okay. And it was very well received. Like people really liked it and appreciated it and saw it for it was. I did get some negativity on it, you know? Um, I think, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I had one person that was like, oh, this is disgraceful. Like, how dare you, desi- you know, you know, disrespect Scott Hall and, and everything. So I got a couple of those. I got some people saying like, I should have had chest hair and I'm like, okay, oh. like, you know, so I, I got, I got some negativity, <laughs> but the majority of it was positive, positive, uh, comments and positive reaction. Um, yeah. Because again, like I said, it could have been, I wasn't trying to make it sexy. Obviously I was shirtless underneath, um, but I wanted to make sure that I did it in a respectful way to show that like, I'm trying to be this, I'm trying to portray this character. I'm not trying to be sexy. I'm not trying to do this for likes. This is my way of showing appreciation for this wrestler. So it was taken well. You know, the other thing too is like, it's your, it's your interpretation too as well. Obviously you want to say is, close to uh his his gimmick as possible but with the the chest hair come on people let's so i was like what i I was like i'll grow it i don't know what you want me to do like i'm (laughs) you want to get like fake chest hair and put it on like that they have those body suits 
I know that's that, that's just weird though. It's like, come on, if you're gonna pick one thing, just you're gonna nitpick about chest hair. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I I do like I said. I just look at it as a, a, as like your interpretation of it, not just you're not trying to be exactly like him. Um, but j- just I mean, the, you had the the elbow pads and everything. Like it was just it, it was amazing. The Thank even you. had the look too, like the uh, like the uh, like kind of like that like like that like snarl almost too in the picture, <laughs> which was pretty awesome. Like. I would do, I I would appreciate that more if I was a wrestling fan that you got that down as opposed to just chest hair. <laughs> that's kind of. I mean, just, I get I it. It's iconic. It's iconic, but I mean, I I can't. <laughs> you was super hairy. Like you'd have to like take more time just covering your whole body in in, in hair, which yep. is pretty insane. So that, whoever that person was, they, that's not really. I don't think that's a negative. That was more like being nitpicky uh, uh, than anything. But yeah, I like. I, I was actually thinking like like. Even like like you said, the vest part of it was like that that that's that would scare me because I talked to uh, if you listen to that you listen to the episode with um with Aaron from Lumber Joeville he wore the uh, we talked about this because we joked about it he wore the uh, the I forget what they call pretty deadly the tag team that's on NXT yeah and little... their gear is basically it's not even a half shirt it's a it's basically just the sleeves and the top part of a shirt yeah and everything it's else is nude and he actually wore that on his on his YouTube channel, like he wears the gear. Like it, it, we talked about it. And I was like, dude, that I would not do that. I don't have the the guts to do anything like that. So I gave him all the props in the world for actually attempting to do that. Cause that's pretty insane. And he actually, actually does pretty good uh, cosplay as well. If you ever watch his videos, he does like quick five minute videos of like storylines uh, before he jumps into his uh, uh, figure reviews. Uh, so he does pretty good with that. Uh, and, and he's actually doing, you know, all the ladies. So he's like, he's doing like, you know, Bianca Belair is doing. <laughs> I need Becky to hit Lynch. him up for some like cosplay tips then. <laughs> hey, maybe you, you. Hey, I mean, collab, collab it up. I mean, maybe right? he can use you in his uh, in his videos and stuff like that as well. But the uh, yeah, just just that, just the the nitpicking stuff is like we talked about the negativity in wrestling. It's just come on, just you gotta let some some things slide sometime. It's you know. It's it's whatever. It's it's chest hair. Leave it alone. <laughs> well, yeah, and fortunately, like most of my cosplays have been well received. You know, I'll get yep. the occasional comment. Um, and the majority of the time it's usually on TikTok, actually. Like the negativity yeah. usually comes on my TikTok videos. Um, but in inst- on Instagram, it's usually very positive. TikTok or Twitter, I rarely post on there, but when I do, it it's been okay. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it always happens. Yeah, TikTok's like a mix of um, it's like a it's a mix of Twitter and Instagram. It has like the uh, it's like <laughs> they're as far mean. As like the the people. Yeah, you well, I I want I'm pretty like sure, like ninety nine percent sure the majority of the people that post negativity are like kids, like or teenagers. Like I'm pretty sure yeah. they're like <laughs> I, I mean some of them I can yeah. pinpoint like they're older fans or whatever, but like the majority yeah. of them are like kids that say mean things. I'm like oh, okay. Oh. Get out of here. Block. It is a, it te- <laughs> TikTok is technically a, a, a uh, an adolescent uh, playground, essentially, but it's it's whatever. It's like I said, it's kind of like the like I said, it's kind of the in between of Twitter and Instagram. Instagram's like that very nice, happy place, um, depending on where you go. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but Twitter is just like yeah, it, Twitter is a another whole animal. Like I said, yep. that's why. Sheena has me go on there. She feeds me to the wolves. And has, me, <laughs> She's uh, like, <laughs> has me run the Twitter account. You're the sacrifice. She doesn't want to deal with the uh, the angry people. And I'm uh, for me personally, I don't have any, you know, I don't have any like 
I don't want to say I don't have any feelings, but I don't, I know it's not a real place essentially. So if someone says something mean, I just don't care. I'll just like troll back or, or do whatever I can to just like, you know, I've had people like argue with me about wrestling things that I would just like agree with them or just, just go, oh, you're right. And that, that's pretty much it. And that kind of, <laughs> that kind of shuts them up. Yeah. Cause you can't say anything after that. I mean, they're expecting yep. me to like, you're an idiot. You, you're AEW, whatever. Like you're a WWE marker. They expect me to do that. And I just go, Oh, you're right. <laughs> and it's just like, there's nothing after that. So I figured out, I figured out the way to, to, to stop the, uh, the Twitter trolls essentially. So nice. hopefully no one's listening that, uh, <laughs> that knows my secret now <laughs> that wants to come at me. But, um, oh man, this is fun. Yeah. I want to stop talking, but I think, uh, I think I got everything out, but I do want to, um, ask you, what do you, for the last question, actually the second to last question, Awesome. where do you see your, your page going? Where do you see this, like this brand, this over the moon style brand uh, going? Do you, are you looking to take it further? Is it, is it just like a hobby right now? And you're just thinking of it as that, or are you looking to like expand it? Um, you know, get like a deal or something? What, what, what's your, what's your plans with this? I honestly don't know. I think I'm just having so much fun just being able to like interact and continue to interact with people. Um, you know, ideally I'd like to do more in-person things. Like I'm very excited because in November I'm actually going to be a cosplay guest at a local, uh, wrestle fest. So it's kind of like a, a con and they're, they're bringing down wrestlers and I'm actually going to be a guest and, or, and have a table. And I'm, I'm so excited cause I've never That's done awesome. that before. So I'm hoping that that will lead me to be able to at least be a cosplay guest at maybe uh, other local cons and then maybe yep. eventually move into other cons. Like it would, it would be nice to be able to, to take this a little bit further and take it to um, more specialized comic cons or anything like that. So that, I, I guess that would be a goal for me is to be able to, to be a cosplay guest somewhere else and be able to share my, my love for wrestling and cosplay. Yeah, definitely. I hope you have, I hope he has like a, like a good turnout with that as well. Cause he definitely, you definitely deserve to, you know, have your have your art um, showcased in other places, and you know, you definitely want to be appreciated for for what you're doing. And I think that's definitely the step in the right direction. I mean, doing those like kind of like meet and greets and stuff like that, and you know, depending, do you have like what you're gonna be wearing? Like, what what's your what's your uh, what's your cosplay gonna be? Is it gonna be like a? Are you gonna take breaks and change? Different, <laughs> no. different well, I, I I don't know if you've been seeing any of my story updates. I, I I'm I'm definitely not the type to try to keep too much secret because I get too excited and I want to I want to be held accountable and like I want people to know about whatever I'm building so I will finish it. Um, so I'm currently working on a Ricky the Dragon steamboat uh, cosplay awesome. and it's like full wings and and with hat the head, with the head wrestling. Oh man, that's gonna be sick. So I'm. I can't wait to see that. The hat is complete. The wings are like. 50% done. Um, it's been a very, <laughs> it's been a very challenging cosplay, but it's a good challenge in that it's pushing me and, and my, um, sewing skills. So awesome. Yeah. Are you going to, uh, are you going to try to attempt to blow fire at all? Like Ricky, the Dragon I'm going to try to make like a, a fake, I don't think I can bring fire in the convention center. So <laughs> I'm going to try to like make like a, a fake fire or the illusion of fire so we'll see there how that go. goes <laughs> just like streamers or something like that like red streamers that are like yeah i have a around. lot of like tool so <laughs> see how that goes and maybe some like string uh, lights i don't know <laughs> like i said it'd be pretty cool if you could do the um 
how Mick Foley did in the in the Royal Rumble where he came back as all three. Um, he was he's 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 yeah he did all three of his. Yep, he was Mick Foley. Then he came back as you know Dude Love, and then he came back (laughs) as uh, Cactus Jack. So uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, speaking of him, have you have you met him yet, or have you gone to any place where he's? Yeah, I did. So okay. Um, during the pa- pandemic, um, for my 30th birthday, my husband got me a cameo, uh, for, so wishing me happy birthday from Mick Foley and my yes. coworkers, my coworkers did one too. Like, and he didn't know about that. So I got two Mick Foley, like happy birthdays on my 30th birthday. And then last year on my 31st birthday, my sister and I did like a girl's trip to Illinois or we went, we stayed in Milwaukee, but we went to his show in Illinois and I got to meet him in person. Um, so it was such an awesome experience. He's the very first wrestler I had ever met in person. Um, and he's like my favorite. I love him so much. He's like, I, I read his biography. That was like the first biography I read. Um, so yeah, Mick Foley is like definitely one of my favorites. Was he my, so my wife met him like a while ago. Uh, that's what we pretty much talked about on the uh, on the pilot episode was her interaction with Mick Foley. She said he was like the nicest, like the nicest guy ever. He's so um, sweet, which is which is crazy because if you watch his old, like even before WWF when he had, when he was Cactus Jack and like WCW, he was the pretty sick dude. Yeah. He's missing <laughs> an this, ear. Yeah, exactly. He's he, it's it's just weird that this really nice guy is also really this sadistic <laughs> this guy as well. But um, that's one of my goals is to actually meet uh, Mick Foley because he's definitely, he's one of my favorite wrestlers. I listen to his podcast all the time. The uh, Foley is pod. It's actually really good. He actually does cameos live at the end. So like at the end of the, he'll, it'll be like, they'll end the show like 10 minutes early and he'll actually do a live cameo Aww. on the podcast. So you actually get to hear him do a cameo for somebody, which is pretty cool. So yeah, he's um, wonderful. Yeah, that's, a, that's pretty, no, it's, it's pretty awesome. But um, I always like to end the show with uh, your, a match. So you, you have a friend, say this, this scenario, you have a friend, family member, or whatever, never watched wrestling ever in their life, um, didn't, doesn't really get it at all, uh, but, you know, they're kind of interested. What match do you show them to get them, to get them hooked on professional wrestling? Oh, that's so hard to <laughs> answer. Like that's so difficult to answer. Um, I honestly, the only reason why it's coming up to my my brain right now is because it's the most recent. Would probably be the uh, Bianca versus Sasha WrestleMania Ooh. main event. I think that that would be the one I'd want to show them, just because I feel like it was such a big moment, um, and I love the emotion they show. Pr- before they just start like I it makes me cry every time I see that like yeah and so I feel like that would be a great one to show them because I feel like it's showcasing the women and showing how strong they are and I feel like the emotion and the build-up to the conclusion of that match is just so like it's so good it's so interesting the yeah. whole match all the way through um so that's that's the first one that came to mind. Um, obviously, there's probably uh, so many more, but that's that's probably <laughs> the one I'd want to be like. You got to see this; it's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually really uh, really interesting one because it is recent. Most people go, well, they, they take you way back in the day, and they oh, oh, I haven't watched this one. But it's actually interesting that you picked that one because if you, it's first of all, it's two women, right? Main eventing 
WrestleMania, which is something that you've never seen before. So that automatically for me would hook hook me into watching like, oh, oh, wow, this is interesting. Like say like if I'm a person that hasn't watched wrestling in 20 years and then you go and show me this match, I'm going to be like, what the hell? It's, <laughs> it's progressed so much since I, since I watch it. Because normally if you just go, oh, Watch uh if you oh, watch Hulk Hogan and you know Andre the Giant WrestleMania. Oh, it's a great that's, one. That's I mean that old I mean that might hook you in, but something like that is actually like I said that's that's really interesting because you know you you see the first time ever you know two two black women actually main event not even not like two black women in general just main eventing yeah. a WrestleMania. Exactly. And two women. The last time we seen it was just it was three obviously, but just two women in the ring. At the at the end of what probably the biggest you know show in wrestling, let's not get a twist. I was going to say one of the biggest shows. It is the biggest show. It's a show of shows, and you could like you said, you could definitely see the emotion between both of them. Mm-hmm. Like they're supposed to be in character, obviously. They're supposed to hate each other. Yeah, you can see like the overwhelming like they're about to like you know cry and something. Exactly. Like that. And I'm then, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you know me having daughters too. I like that seeing something like that. That definitely you know that that inspires me. You know to you know make my daughters want to do you know a lot more in their lives and be strong and you know be be their own person and stuff like that so yeah that's that that's a that's an awesome pick i would know i would be my pick would normally be like if you're a if you're a wrestling fan i always i mean if you're not a wrestling fan i always go to eddie guerrero and eddie guerrero and Rey mysterio match oh Maybe, the whole, it doesn't Halloween have to be Halloween Havoc. Havoc. Oh, it doesn't. I mean, it can't be Halloween Havoc, but so you can literally pick any one of their matches, and there's always a storyline to those matches, and they always pull you in. Like I watched recently uh, their WrestleMania match um, with their tag team champions, and they faced each other. Um, yep. I think that was the opening match, actually. And just they, if they just gel so well together, like if if you were to show anybody just them two wrestling, you'd have to. I, to me, I think you'd have to be hooked on wrestling. Like you, yes. Like they bring you through every single emotion. Uh, when when Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero were in the ring together, like they brought you through everything. I mean, you go to the custody battle of Dominic. You, it's <laughs> you so do good. All that stuff. It was just it. It's just awesome. I mean, Eddie Guerrero in general. Like I'd probably just show anyone, anyone Eddie Eddie Guerrero match, and you'd definitely be hooked. Because that's grass. Honor, you know, honorable that's mention for me. Would be yep. um, Lucha Underground's uh, trios tournament final match, um, and I've, if you don't know the match, you might have seen the GIF where Angelico jumps off and like hits that person off the ladder. I'll have to send it oh, to you. Yes, yeah, that's yep. from that's from that match, and that whole match is just amazing because it's um, Eva Lee, son son of havoc and Angelico. So there's a female and they're going against these other three males and oh, it's so good. Like that match is really awesome to watch and there's just some crazy spots. Um so that would be like my honorable mention. Like that match awesome. is like one of my favorite ones for sure. I'm about to go watch that definitely. Yeah. That's uh the Lucha Underground is underrated. I know. As far as uh, I, I I think I like binge that during the uh, the like the pandemic pretty much like we i think yeah we actually on the chick foley show we were actually talking about that because we you know just like trying to get into different shows and stuff like that we have we do a segment sometimes where we you know um we we talk about different things that were you know different podcasts we're listening to or music or movies or whatever and i think that was one of the things that we all spoke about was lucha underground and you know getting into that more and stuff like that so yeah no it's i definitely would definitely recommend going uh to to watch that match but yeah, I mean, we'll end it there. I mean, this is this is awesome. I think I went a little bit longer uh, with you than I did with uh, Mayor Aaron from uh, <laughs> Um 
but yeah, no, this is this was great. Uh, thank you for coming on. This is this is an awesome talk. I mean, this is uh, not that not that you're like a super celebrity, but it is you know just seeing you know your pictures and stuff like that, and then actually talking to you is different. So I I thank you for coming on and and uh, talking to me, and yeah, it was a great time. I appreciate it. I, I really love this opportunity to be able to talk with people within the wrestling community. So I'm very grateful for the for the opportunity just to be come, uh, coming on here and being able to just talk wrestling. I, I love it. And it's been a wonderful time. <laughs> Have me on for your 10th episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah, maybe we'll, 10th anniversary. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll uh, bring the whole gang back together. We'll get you. We'll get everyone that was on the past episodes and <laughs> there you go do, it'll be a whole like, panel do like a whole panel of uh you'll do a review maybe it'll be a review of of the show uh the hits the misses what you <laughs> like what you don't like what you want to see in the next 10 episodes we'll we'll think about it but uh again thank you for thank you for uh joining and uh everyone else out there thank you for listening and you know hopefully you listen you stuck with us um and you know look forward to the next episode we have some uh we have some cool people showing up on the on open mic so uh again thank you um and uh we'll see you next time <laughs>